So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Sorry for the technical difficulty. We got uh, booted out there, but we are back. Jeremy, are you a married man? I am not. No, sir. I was going to say, you know why I knew you weren't a married man? (laughs) Why is that? Because the wife would never go for that beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I knew, bro. That's why I knew. Now, how long has that been in the making? Um, th- This long, probably. Uh, I get it trimmed every once in a while. But, uh, like, I've been going this long probably since the pandemic. Oh, that's that's not too that's not too long. That's a lot of length for uh, that amount of time, bro. Yeah, I usually get it. I usually get it trimmed every once in a while, but not as often as I used to. I used yeah. to get it get it go. I used to get it shorter, but I kind of liked it like this. You know, I'll probably get uh, tired of it eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna predict that a female in your future <laughs> is gonna force you to cut that beard. That's my prediction, bro. Maybe, maybe. Yes. Oh, yes. uh, we are back. We uh we uh had a gremlin in the system and and got bumped off, but we are back. So uh, hopefully we can get everybody that was on back. We uh, left off with uh you know the complete uh the complete uh nonsense of uh, Kevin Owens going after the state of Texas, weren't we? Yeah, and my my point that I was saying before we got cut off, bro, is I understand why they're doing it. They got to sell tickets for two nights. I totally, 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 totally get it. But while we're watching this play out on TV, the majority of the audience who lives other than Texas really don't care about Kevin Owens running down Texas. I mean, if you live in New York, okay, Kevin Owens hates Texas. So what? You know, that's my point, bro. I understand why they're doing it, but I just don't think it's good television for a national audience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you said, the, the rumor came out that this is going to happen before they started, you know, actually forcing this on us. And so it's like they, they had the idea first and then people knew about the idea and now let's all of a sudden just, you know, uh, just out of nowhere have, uh, have them, uh, have them set this up. Now uh, the, the, the first match of the card, uh, the KO show ended in a tag match with uh, alpha Academy and um, you know, I think Kevin and Seth for not being a tag team. They they're pretty smooth in terms of, the tandem moves that they pull off. Oh yeah. I mean, no bro. They're, they're both good workers. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but, but again, it's like, you know, again, if I'm watching this, like I'm, I'm very confused, bro. Are these two heel teams? And if they are heel teams, why are they trying so hard to be entertaining? Baby faces are supposed to be entertaining. Now, if, if, if you're a heel and you're cool, and people like you, that's one thing. That was Kevin Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. They were heels, but people just liked them because they were cool. Yeah. Seth, you, you've got two comedy acts here, yeah. which I'm, I'm very confused by because these are supposed to be two heel teams and we've got two comedy acts. And I don't understand why I care 
if either team wins or loses. I I I I I have no attached emotion whatsoever because there is no heat. There, you have four guys just trying to be funny. Then you got, you know, you got Riddle and Orton trying to be funny. It's like you've got a whole show of people trying to be funny. And I just, I don't, I'm lost, bro. I'm just being honest with you. I'm lost. Yeah. And the, you know, and, and Street Profits, they do the same thing. They try to be funny, maybe in a more entertaining personality sort of way. They're not really kind of forcing. Yeah, sometimes they force some bad jokes out there, but uh, and later on, as the uh, as we'll find out in another tag match, it was a uh, tag match city on Monday Night Raw tonight. Uh, bro, you had Jeremy, you had a tag match, a squash match, a six man, a tag, a tag, and a tag, bro. What wrestling writing 101 you never put two tags back to back that yeah. that goes back to the beginning of time bro they don't even care how they format these shows anymore they don't even get three tag matches bro back to back to back yeah Oof, bro yeah and, and that and that tag division gets even muddier because now rk bro gets beat and because uh, the Street Profits have not been winning much lately. And now RK Bro, one of the top teams, gets beat by the Street Profits. And so now uh, even mixes up the tag division even more. And uh, some people were saying that Randy Orton might have gotten legitimately hurt on that frog splash from Montez Ford tonight. Uh, we'll have to maybe if, if we can get Chris on the show here later on. Uh, he looks like he had some connection problems. And that might have might have knocked us off the broadcast there earlier uh but maybe if we can get uh dr chris so back on here he was at raw tonight live uh it sounds like that uh orton might have needed help getting back uh, getting wow. back up so he might have landed on his shoulder which even uh further muddies the tag team situation yeah yeah and and even that bro or i mean are the street profits heels or baby faces yeah, they're baby faces. They've never been heels. That's what so. I don't understand. So we got Orton and Riddle again. I don't, bro. Listen, I'm I'm a guy that broke all the rules, bro. But you, <laughs> you, but the, here's the, here's the bottom line. You still gotta care. Yeah, you you have to care if somebody wins or loses. That's why, bro. You need some semblance of baby faces and heels. You got to care if somebody wins or loses. Yeah. And like I said, bro, in so many of these matches, I don't like, you know, Alpha Academy against Seth Rollins and Kevin. Like, who do I care who wins that match? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, we're going to have a combination of an end game. And, you know, and then if they meet up again, we're going to 50 50 book it. Yeah. And, you know, and that's exactly I mean, that's in and you had. uh Another example that the, another one of the millions of tag matches tonight, the Hurt Business taking on the Mysterios, and you very you, you know very well next week it's going to be a rematch with the Mysterios winning, getting their win back. Don't you think? Yep. That's just that's just how it goes. This is just house show, bro. This is this is a house show. All, all this stuff is fine if it's a house show. It's not fine for TV, bro. You, you're yeah. you're never outside of your. You know, your weekly watchers, you are never, ever going to expand your audience to casual fans with a show like this, ever. 
after the initial match, we had uh, an interview with Omos. He had been kind of absent lately uh, since his feud with AJ Styles. Uh, Omos given a, a promo backstage, a, a decent promo. I'd say he's been working on that in his downtime. And unfortunately, T-Bar, who still has that retribution gimmick, uh, was fed to Omos. And uh, I, I'm guessing we're probably going to have to pencil Omos in as your Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner, don't you think? I I, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, can we get the old Dijak back and, and get rid of T Bar? Bro, none of these guys matter. They 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 don't matter. No, nobody cares about almost. Almost is not Andre the Giant. He'll never be Andre the Giant. Nobody cares about this dude, bro. Nobody cares about T Bar. Nobody cares. Like yeah. nobody cares. And they kept him, they kept him like off TV recently. So then all of a sudden you bring him back. You know, he kind of had maybe a little bit of reaction from time to time with uh you know getting in the ring and, and and things he did with aj but then then you hold him back for a month or two and all of a sudden just bring him back out of nowhere tonight doesn't work that way bro the number one the num the number one tool to getting anybody over is they need to be on tv every week now they don't need to wrestle every week they need to have a presence there's six ways you can get somebody on tv if you want to get somebody over, bro, you, they've got to be on TV every single week. You can't start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. You, you're never, ever going to get anybody over that way. And they do that with a lot of people on their roster, bro. Yeah, I've noticed that. Uh, the six-woman tag match up next. Some, uh, the, the evil women of Becky Lynch, Dewdrop, and Nikki Ash took on the good girls of Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. And... Did you see the aftermath of of Becky Lynch's welts on her stomach? Yeah, bro, and it was very odd to me because first of all, you're 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 whipping her with braided hair and it looked like Becky lifted up the whatever the top that she was wearing yeah. like there was a mark underneath it already there oh that's exactly what it looked like to me because she she had to lift up and when she lifted up a mark was revealed oh bianca belair's hair never never ever did that and i, I and my, my 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 point is i don't know what the point of that is like what, what what is the point of that, bro? Bianca Belair is the baby face. Yeah, Becky is the heel. Like, what what's the point of that? A heel would do that to a baby face. Now the baby face wants revenge. Yeah, why would a baby face do that to a heel? And a heel is showing us her welts, bro. Every everything is just backwards and very confusing. I noticed after the first hit and then maybe uh, uh, when they after about eight camera cuts, uh, another hit. I just noticed that how a couple of those hits sounded like they stole it from an Indiana Jones movie with the whip crack. Absolutely. Bro, I'm telling you, absolutely. And if you don't believe me, bro, all anybody has to do go back, bro, and watch. Um, what's his face? Um, um, a Damien Priest entrance. Yeah. There is such a pop and nobody in the audience is reacting. Nobody, nobody. That's what they're doing, bro. They're, they're piping in these sounds. 
you know, to, you know, it, it, it's smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, she had to lift up to show. I need to watch that again. <laughs> watch. I'm telling you, bro, because I, I noticed it right away. I'm like, she didn't yeah. hit you that high. Ah, oh, man. You could tell it was underneath. It was underneath her top. Oh, I got to watch that again then. Yeah. And, and double check that. That is but the, the good thing is, I mean, honestly, bro, I've been really, really hard on Becky because she's another one, bro. She's a heel. And every week she's dressing to pop the people in the back. Yeah. And every week she's coming out, you know, this week I'm Elton John, this week I'm this <laughs> one, this week I'm that one. And I'm like, you are a heel. Okay, bro, you're not supposed to be entertaining. We're not supposed to be laughing at. You're never going to get heat that way. So at, at least today she dressed like a wrestler. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I guess, you know, you're, like you said, it, it. if you looked at it without knowing who's who, you'd feel like you're supposed to be sympathetic to Becky now, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I guess it was just a, a matter, you know, obviously there's some there beef there from SummerSlam and the 20, uh, every time they say the number of seconds of that match, I swear a second or two gets shaved off. <laughs> yeah, they probably <laughs> forgot. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I got to get that. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really know that that just, God, that just looked brutal, you know? So that's what they were kind of going for. People talking about it. But, you know, I, I really... I really got to go back and see that now to see if, if, if that was put that in slow-mo instant replay, right? Yeah. See if that Mark was there before the first slap. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan and, and Rhea Ripley got the win there. Uh, then uh, we, uh, we head into the, uh, the NXT feud between Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa, of course, on NXT last week, Robert Roode dressed as a cameraman caused a distraction by nailing Ciampa, giving Ziggler the win. Uh, in the main event of NXT last week. So then we get ourselves a uh, a one-on-one match between Rude and Ciampa uh, before their uh, tag match on NXT to, uh, uh, tomorrow night. And, uh, man, uh, for two guys who, in my opinion, are very talented, they sure as hell did not give them any time to do anything tonight, did they? Well, listen, again, Jeremy, you and I are going to come from different worlds here yeah. because, bro, I don't watch NXT. Yeah, I, I could care less about NXT. So I'm watching this match. I don't know who Chomper is. You know, I mean, I know who Chomper is, but as a casual television viewer, they've given me no background on this guy. I don't know whether I like him or I don't like him. I don't watch NXT, so I have no idea what's going on. And obviously, only a fraction of the people watching Raw watch NXT. Look at the numbers, bro. Four times the amount of people watch Raw. So they're not watching NXT. So the only people that are going to care about this segment are those that watch NXT. You know, it's the same thing. The only people that are going to care about Kevin Owens in Texas are people that live in Texas. <laughs> Bro, that's that's not the way you write a show. You you you've got to you've got to get all the television viewers involved in this. And I bro, I love Bobby Roode. I work with Bobby Roode. I can't say enough good things about the guy. Yeah. But I don't watch NXT. Yeah. And I tell you what, you just mentioned it with Damian Priest. Uh the same went for Ciampa. You know, he is he is probably one of the most popular guys in NXT, but you look at the crowd, 
and nobody's moving no hands are moving like you know you watch some other wrestling shows other people come out you can see clapping you can see excitement and you hear excitement like you said but you see everybody sitting on their hands and i think they didn't really you know pipe in anything for champa they didn't really do him any favors either because he, he had a, a very beloved entrance mu- music and, and then changed it to a generic one. And that really upset a lot of people tonight. Uh, and that kind of goes to show you he's kind of just now just a generic guy. And and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. You, you, he's kind of being presented as a generic guy on the main roster, right? Oh, bro. I, I mean, wasn't wasn't Alistair Black presented the same exact way? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, bro, listen, Chomp has got a great look and everything else. Don't get me wrong. But so did Alistair Black. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 the same thing. You you bring people over from NXT. You don't give me any background of them. No vignettes, nothing. You throw them right into matches. And why am I going to watch this? I don't even know this guy. We got uh, some dude, 682, on uh, YouTube saying he lives in Texas, born in Texas. He doesn't even care. (laughs) And I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised by that at all, bro. Uh, You know, I was laughing at uh, at, uh, Owens wearing the cowboy hat like Captain Crunch. But uh, But are you you supposed to laugh in a heel? Yeah, true. Yeah. Are you? No. We weren't laughing at King Kong Bundy. No. We weren't laughing at Ted DiBiase. No. How do you, how do you, how do you get heat if people are laughing? How, how do you get heat? You're the a only, heel. A heel lives on heat. How do you get on heat by trying to make people laugh? Yeah, I, don't, only, I don't understand. The only guy I, laughing I was a heel. Yeah. I was a heel on TV, bro. I wasn't out you there were. cracking jokes. And nobody wanted to high five you either when you were walking to the back. Exactly. Like, like I don't understand it. Like, what, 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 bro, a heel's job is to get heat. That's yeah. your job, man. Oh man. And you know it's it, it, I yeah I, I don't know you know what you always do you think the problem stemmed when like guys like the NWO just got they were so good that they started cheering for them and so nah, bro, Vince that, is thinking that's fine bro if it's organic mm-hmm. that's fine like that is absolutely fine I got no problem that you know that you know I mean bro Austin was a heel for crying out loud yeah. but the fans embraced them and the fa- same happened with the Rock. But, bro, that's organic. Yeah. Do you, you think know, Vince is trying to recreate that, though, noticing how these are these are heels that got cheered because it was organically I don't, I, bro, well I'll done. be honest with you. I don't even think Vince remembers what happens 20 years ago. <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm being totally honest. Let, 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 no. What do you mean, pal? Yeah, no, there's there's no way, bro. He does, bro, I, I, bro, Vince doesn't even know how the Attitude Era happened. He, he has no idea, bro, how it even happened, because if he knew how it happened, you would try to be replicating it in, in, a, in a 2022 version. There was a formula and a pattern to why that worked. He doesn't even know why it worked, bro. Yeah, uh, that's that's interesting. I just kind of wonder because you know that was basically the kind of the start of the cool heel, the the one that people are cheering for. And so it's like, is it is it his is it his feeling that he feels like he always has to have a cool heel out there so he can get some sort of reaction? But see, that's the thing, Jeremy. I'll I'll even be okay with a cool heel, but it's all the heels. Bro, the first segment, you got the Alpha Academy and Seth Rollins. You got four heels out there doing comedy. You got four. It's not one. It's it's four right off the bat. Then you got Becky. 
You know, Be- Be- Becky's doing her comedy, you know, with the costumes. Yeah. If, 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 it, if it's one person, like, that's okay. But it's 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 half of the heels, bro. Yeah. When's the last? I got. When's the last time we had like a true heel that you, uh, in WWE that you you just wanted to hate? I don't know. I I I honestly don't know. I can't tell you, bro. I can't tell you. I don't know. You know, I uh, Baron Corbin, but I think that was just because people got sick of him. I, I don't know if it was true heat. It's yeah. not MJF heat. I know that much, but. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I feel sorry for Champa because it just seems like it's going to be somebody in the chat mentioned it could be carrying cross all over again, yeah. has all the momentum in the world in NXT. Uh, and Champa was even there even longer. And he's they changed his music that people love people. They chanted to it. And now you change it to generic music number 38. And you have them in five minute matches. And you know, I think all of the, all of the Ciampa was one of those true heels in NXT when him and Gargano fought. So that's a true heel people. He came out to no entrance music just to get heat. And that was yeah. some, some of the better stuff that they did with Ciampa back in the day. But the, this tonight, I think this is a, a precursor to what we're going to see for Ciampa on the main roster. And it's unfortunate. Yep. Uh, there was some 24 seven stuff that happened and uh, yeah. Uh, we wasting wasting more time in three hour shows, right? Yep. Uh, can we retire that title anytime soon? It 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 it, it, it eats up time. That that's all it does. Yep. Uh, and then we uh we have uh the Mysterios coming out, of course, talking about the uh, challenge that was laid down last week with Logan Paul. Uh, uh, of course, Logan Paul, a well known guy in in a lot of circles. I'm not a not particularly a fan but i know a lot of people know of him so i guess it'll bring a lot of eyes to the product and see bro that, that that's the problem let, let me just stop you for a second there Jeremy, yeah, because yeah. they did this same thing with bad bunny and let me explain to you exactly what happens okay so it's it's logan paul right is that his name yeah logan paul yeah okay. logan it's, and jake paul are the logan brothers, and jake yeah. paul bro they're they're uh, uh social media phenoms but they're cool they're cool dudes Okay, so what happens, bro, is just like Bad Bunny, they're, oh, they're going to be on Raw. Okay, bro, so their audience is now going to tune into Raw to see Logan, Cole, Logan Paul and Bad Bunny. Okay, fine. They're cool, bro. Those guys are cool. They tune into Raw, and what do they see, bro? They see Corny to the 50th degree they see alpha academy they they see rollins they see that's not cool bro all that stuff is corny that's that's not why they're fans of logan paul logan paul's not corny so as soon as logan paul leaves the show every single one of those fans leave the show yeah. because it's it's it, you're talking about you're talking about a very popular fig, a figure in pop culture, yeah. and you're talking about the corniest show on television. <laughs> you're never going to gain those viewers, bro. So I understand what they're doing, but those are completely different audiences that will never, ever, ever be a fan of this product. 
I'd like to be a fly on the wall to one of those casual people that is a a a Bad Bunny fan or a Jake Paul fan, and then it's followed up with a twenty four seven segment. Absolutely, exactly, bro. I mean, absolutely, yes. That that's what we're talking. I I don't understand. See that that's the problem, bro. If I were working at the WWE today, this is exactly what I'd be saying. If Vince McMahon was sitting across from me, I would be explaining this to Vince McMahon. I don't know how they don't have these conversations at the WWE, bro. These are the conversations that need to be freaking made. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know, uh, but, you know, since the beginning of time with WrestleMania, there's always been celebrity involvement. Do you think it's gone too far now? Like, you know, they used to have, you know, used to have Liberace and and Cindy Lauper, but they were never in like, uh, uh, you know, Mr. T was in a match, obviously. But do you think they're doing too much celebrity when it comes to WrestleMania now? I, I don't think they're doing too much, bro. I just think like either... Either it's it's not a good fit or the people they're using are yesterday's news. I, I mean, bro, you, you got to understand, like even Cindy Lauper, bro, who was involved? That was the MTV crossover. Oh, yeah. Who was involved in that, bro? Freaking Piper. Yep. Piper was cooled to the MTV crowd. Roddy Piper was not corny, bro. Roddy Piper was cool that was the difference so that tie-in with the mtv crowd that worked because it wasn't corny ridiculous stupid wrestling piper was cool man Mm -hmm. and you you got in the chat here you know mike tyson's another good example absolutely you know uh what the build to that you know, you remember, you remember jr yelling tyson and austin you know and and you you will never forget that moment when it just went insane in the ring with all the security guys. I think somebody had a lot of cash fall out that whole thing. And it was just insane. And, uh, and then in the end there was a big swerve and a nice payoff. And uh, that was a good way, you know, to, to include a celebrity. Now I'll tell you what, with bad bunny, I thought he did. I thought he did a great job and he was serious uh, training and things that he took it serious. And so I, you know, and I'm sure Jake Paul will too. Um, I think they're just, you know, putting two people that you love to hate together. And, uh, then you got the, uh, the ultimate baby faces and the Mysterios and you got your, your classic, uh, good versus evil matchup. Yeah, bro. Listen, I understand it from, from a marketing point of view, bro, they're trying to pull in from everywhere to fill out that stadium for two nights in a row. I understand that. And I totally, totally, totally get it. But, you know, if it if it were me, I am looking for somebody to bring their audience over. And how do we capture that audience? Yeah. How do we keep that audience to stay once Logan Paul leaves? We did that with Tyson, bro. Tyson brought a huge audience over. And when Tyson left, the audience stayed because mm, yeah. we had a cool product. They don't have a cool product today, bro. Yeah. And uh, we got uh, fresh from the arena for Monday Night Raw. He was there and saw it all. He's home. Look at him. He's home already, man. Look at him. Home. Chris, how's it going, man? It's going well, it's going man. Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. What did you think of uh, tonight's show being there live? 
uh, about 97% of it sucked. There was only really, there was only one good thing that I liked about Raw, and that was Balor winning. That's because I wanted Priest to uh, lose and, and get the title. Uh, that was probably the biggest cheer. There was two big things that happened as far as being in the crowd. Um, as far as pops are concerned, that was Randy getting the hot tag and Balor uh, winning the title. Everybody was just sitting like, you know, we're, we're so ready for Priest to not have the title anymore. So he got that big pop. Uh, as far as what I was doing, I, I, I was, <laughs> I was kept saying, man, this sucks. It was, it was, it was, I was having fun. It's, it's always that, like, like Vince and I have talked about this before. It's a different feel when you're there mm-hmm. because like I was, I, I just make myself have fun where I go. So I was just like naming random wrestlers. I was on the floor. And I was just naming and screaming uh, uh, random wrestlers and, and getting a big joke, joking. Everybody was laughing. I was saying like Pez Watley and the Missing Link and uh, General Scandor Akbar. You know, just <laughs> random. Just ran. I was just making the floor crack up because I was just naming random wrestlers doing the show because I just wasn't into. I was just wasn't into it. It was just I was just sitting there a lot of times. And I was like, man, this is horrible. Like the storyline development. This this is we're we're few, four weeks before WrestleMania. I was I was uh, talking to some friends, and I was like, seventeen. By that time, you already have the Rock Austin build. You're having the sit down interview. You're having the the big promo with My Way, and all like you're really getting into the story. But I mean, I was just watching it tonight, even there, and there were so many flat segments from the live crowd. Like when Priest came out, flat. Really? Flat. You you wow. you should Chris, you should have heard it on TV. Yeah. Well, you would have thought Jesus came out, bro. I, I knew it yeah. right away. I knew it was it. dead Chris, flat. Bro, he got this huge pop, and I'm looking, and like there was no reaction. Yeah, really. No reaction. Everybody, Everybody was sitting on their hands. hands. Yep. Oh, absolutely. They, hey, see, Jeremy, oh, here's the wow. thing. Yeah, they did 100%. Chris, Jeremy, here's the thing. This is what I want people to look for because the game is now WrestleMania. We got to fill out that arena two nights in a row, whatever it takes. Uh, the Austin Tees, uh, Logan Paul. Uh, Vince McMahon getting in the ring, you know, what, whatever it takes. But, bro, let me tell you something. Here's the question, okay? And what happens when Mania is over? What, what, what do you got? Like, like, do you, bro, when Mania is over, you're going to get that big rating the, the night after. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm telling you, after Mania, they are going to go even lower than they are now because there's nothing. There's wow. nothing. I mean, Chris, Chris, there's what are they? Where are they after Mania? There's nothing, bro. Zero. Well, you got a handful of matches that have no post game after Mania. Right. You're not going to follow right. up Austin and KO. You're not going to follow up whatever Vince does with Pat. Uh, you Rock know, could and, probably and, pick a hiatus. 
Yeah. Edge, will, Edge will take some yeah. time off after the, yeah. the stuff yeah. with agents. Yeah. So Edge what, what, do, what do you off. got? Yeah. What do we yeah. have? Now you were mentioned yeah. about yeah. you were mentioning back in the day with Rock and Austin and all that build. Mm. That's why to me, I think they should get rid of Elimination Chamber in between the Rumble and Mania. And you you have those main events set at the Rumble, and you build them to Mania like they used to do back in the day. Well, even in 17, though, Angle had the title. He lost it uh, to yeah. Rock at the uh, yeah. No Way Out right beforehand. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it was it was that Rock-Austin building. That's when you had, like, uh, I think Stephanie was kind of in the middle of that. Oh, well, De- uh, Deborah. Deborah was in the middle of it uh, at that time. People, a lot of people forgot the <laughs> Deborah uh, factor, but it, but it was so interesting though. Like the the bill was just so interesting. But as far as the show tonight, it was just it was just so most of it was just so flat, and and there was so a lot of us we were just having fun because I was in the back. We were just a back of the floor, and we were just like just we were just having a good time but a lot of us was just trading belts and uh, like we weren't even really paying attention because we were just so checked out of of raw we were just kind of shooting the the, the crap and and just having a good time but i was paying attention to reactions for the show and a lot of us was just feeling the same way like in the very beginning i was just sitting here like wait so there's four heels to start the show off (laughs) boom and (laughs) let me correct you there's four heels trying desperately to be comedians explain yeah it was like i I was i was literally hold on chris Chris, you (laughs) are the psychiatrist you are the psychiatrist i want you to explain to me (laughs) i want you to explain to me why four heels are desperately trying to do stand-up comedy explain that to me bro i'll I'll, vince you you know how i am when it comes to logic and and build in the end game right i i it's like a broken record every single week i was sitting there i was like okay pause we're literally four weeks heading to WrestleMania and we're starting the show off with four heels. And one of those heels you're trying to build against a 19 year hiatus returning Austin. And he's getting over like people were chanting Rollins and Owens because clearly in that segment, they made themselves look like the baby faces. It made no sense to me whatsoever. It was, it was mind boggling. Yeah, I was mentioning it earlier. The tag team division was cloudy, and now it's even cloudier because you have the Prophets beating RK Bro. Now you were there. Did oh, it the, oh like- yeah, it was botch. It was it was a, it was a total botch. It was like everybody was just like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And it was crazy, and that was another thing that that confused me because RK Bro is supposed to be the baby faces, but Dawkins is an Ohioan. So yeah. they're a babyface team. So he gets a yeah. babyface pop, but they're supposed to put RK Bro over, and they're just there just to be there. And RK Bro is supposed to be in the tag team title hunt, you know, in the picture next week. But when when Orton was trying to put his leg up, um, like he he sold it, and then referees came to him, and then it was just kind of like they, they none of this was on camera, but all of them was just kind of looking at each other, and Orton mm-hmm. just kept shaking his head no. He just kept shaking his head no to the ref. And I was like, 
everybody was just looking around like, was that really supposed to happen? And it definitely seemed like a botch for sure. A lot of people thought uh, there were some reports from in the arena that that possibly Orton hurt his shoulder when Montez landed on him. And that kind of threw things off as well. Uh, did you see any kind of attention that was uh, brought to Orton? Uh, the referees was checking on him afterwards. He might've banged it up, but he was rolling like, like he was rolling toward the rope to, rope, to hit yeah. the rope. You know, yeah, he was right in the he, middle of the ring. Got the splash. Yeah. yeah. So he rolled over to, to, to do the rope spot. Uh, and then the referees tended to him a little bit. And then like, he just like one of the refs just kind of walked him out, but he was, he was kind of holding it, but it didn't seem like major. Um, and he, okay. he just walked out. He was kind of holding himself a little bit, but it wasn't crazy. But it was – he just walked out, though. But, yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, the Street Profits really have not been uh, a major player in the tag division lately. They've been losing more than they've win, won. And now mm. they're going over uh, a former champ who is in the hunt next week. Uh, now it's probably <laughs> going to be a fatal four-way. Uh, probably just going to all of a sudden throw yeah. them in there. And I can see them do that. Yeah, yeah it's a mess. Um Next up was the United States Championship match. Finn Balor taking on Damian Priest, and uh, I thought these two—I thought these two had a hell of a match. I thought uh, this was probably one of the bright spots, in my opinion, at least for uh, for the show. And I'm very happy that Balor won. Uh, that makes Balor now a Triple Crown champion. Uh, so it's pretty cool uh, to see a guy that really, you know, had been kind of struggling to get his footing got it got it back in NXT, and now he's a United States champion. Yeah, I, this is definitely, I mean, from an in-house perspective, this is definitely the highlight of the night. Um, it was cool. I, I gave it an ovation because I just wanted it to be off Priest. And uh, I was just sitting there. He started, Priest started cutting the the heel promo and did mm -hmm. the, the the clothesline spot. I was like, I was, I was some, some people around me and I was just shaking my head. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is a 2022 heel turn. This is what a 2022 heel turn looks like. I was like, this is a god. This this is a heel turn. And I was just sitting there like, wow, like, oh, oh, how times have fallen as far as like mm -hmm. building up to a heel turn and making it relevant and actually having that crowd. You know, he he got some boos, um, but it definitely wasn't thunderous. I mean, it, Chris, it, it you know, wasn't. You know what's like, worse it, than it, it felt flat in the very beginning. Chris, you know what's, what's worse that? than that? Chris, I want to show you something right here. What what is what does this say? Can you make what that says right there? See what it says? Pipe piped in, in priest uh priest response. It was piped in, gotcha. bro. One thousand percent. And you just confirmed that. But Chris, here's what it does. Here's what's worse than anything else. And again, bro, I'm I'm sitting in a writer's chair. Chris, Jeremy, they haven't done crap all with Finn Balor for how long? For how long? He finally wins a title on television, and rather than give the guy his moment for exactly. this week, you totally take it all away by having Priest attack him. What are you thinking, bro? You've done nothing with this guy in order to reestablish him and get him a baby face. Bro, you let him have his moment here you want to get the heat you get it next week you don't let him win the title and then just take it right away bro all of this that i'm telling you is wrestling 101 like th this is the basic of all basics 
that it's like they can't get anything right, bro. Nothing, nothing makes sense, bro. Nothing. Yeah, yeah I, agree. And- I agree with that. I, I think it, I think it should have extended. You've you've got enough time, and and yep. plus being heel turn building Finn as more of a top star, more of that elite star, more of that having that momentum, and then and then Priest does a turn. That's better than just one who's been 50-50 for the past two years gets, you know, basically has a 50-50 moment. He wins the title, then he gets pegged down again. You know what I mean? That's so it. I, I wish it. they would have at least at least stressed it another week and, and allow yeah. that to, uh, that momentum to build. And then like some of that uh, some of that heat or some of that momentum that Damian Priest had early on in his main roster run, you know, once they started doing that Damian gimmick, that really started to kind of halt his mm-hmm. momentum as well. So in the end, you know, I, I think in the end we're going to get some sort of demon versus Damian thing because that's going to be kind of the WrestleMania thing to do, don't you think? Yeah, I'd rather see that I than, agree. you know, these two guys straight up. That's for sure. Yeah, the demon is just going to, you know, demon is going to do his gimmick and Damus is going to come out just mad. He's like, <laughs> like, he's just nothing, no face paint. He's just going to be like, just real mad. Yeah, he's going to over exaggerate it, right? Just, then, real, uh, just real animated. Being in the arena, what were your thoughts on uh, on the ending segment with uh, with Edge and AJ oh, wait. Chris, Chris? Oh, Chris oh, hit it, Jeremy. Chris, hit it, Jeremy. Time for Joey. I'm throwing Jeremy one of these, bro. Let me, let me, can we get Joey, Jeremy? Can in I here? find it? Is this it? Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Joey, Jeremy, uh, Tony Bennett's kid, whatever you're, whatever they're calling you these days, <laughs> you are not. Going right over the Vince McMahon Austin Theory. Oh yeah, in the back. Yeah. Okay. Now, Chris, yeah, did they right. play this to the house? Did you see this? They, they, did. they did. Okay. He, here's my question, Jeremy. I I had a lot of questions on this show, right? A lot oh, yeah. of questions with zero logic. We we don't know. We have no idea why Owens hates Texas. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> no reason behind it. We don't know why. Edge snapped at AJ. We don't know that. But here's another one, bro. Since Vince McMahon has, so to speak, taken Austin Theory under his arm, right? Austin Theory has lost everything. (laughs) Like every match, WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar embarrassed him with the cowboy hat in the whole nine yards. But meanwhile, Vince is still sitting there with him like he's a top star in the anybody else bro if they would have had the performance that austin had once vince took him under the wing they'd be fired they would have been fired bro you made me look bad you left egg on my face they did why is vince still having conversations with this kid It makes no sense because even when he was talking about like weeks ago, he was like, if you didn't defeat, if you didn't uh, defeat Finn Balor, he was going to be fired. Right. Yeah. And right. then he like, he, he, you know, cowers on Lesnar. Then he was on Lesnar again at the elimination chamber. looks like a wuss. And then all of a sudden he just no shows right after the, right after the rumble. And then all of a sudden they just go right back to square one with the backstage, you know, segment with Vincent and Austin Theory. It wasn't no con- continuity. It wasn't Vince saying, "What are you doing? You 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 didn't that you know uh, that 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 gall that 
you, you didn't show me that evil streak. You didn't play the Austin Theory I was looking for. You know, what I mean, he, he didn't he didn't do any of that. It was just no. Austin Theory pep talking Vince about being on the Pat McAfee show. That's that's the loose ends that we. That we and, have. and 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 here's the angle, bro. Vince is going to go on Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is going to ask Vince a question that he doesn't like, and Austin Theory is going to come in and jump back. If he, oh, there's your Matt. Oh, what a bill. Oh, bro, I got to see this. I, I got to see this now. Yeah. Bro, it, th- this is the laziest booking you, you'll ever see in the history of wrestling across the board, bro. Yeah, because this Vince stuff just actually popped up. Like rumors of it were just a few days ago. All of a sudden, now mm-hmm. Vince is going to be involved yeah. at WrestleMania. They looked at ticket sales, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I can say that. you're right. You, he he um, puts all this on theory. He doesn't deliver. And now he's like kind of being accepting. All right. Come along with me, pal. Let's go to the Pat McAfee mm-hmm. show. And, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of comments saying that we forgot the Veer segment. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a Veer segment. Yes. Hey, we got a, we, we got, got a got super chat. Shots. We got Rollin. Rollin. Nice. I thought that Damian Priest up, performing the razor's edge on Balor then calling himself the bad guy was nostalgic. Do you guys think that Balor was not breaking the announce table? Was that a botch of uh, not breaking that announce table? Or what were your thoughts on that? You were there live, Chris. He just slid right through it. Like he just slid right across it. You know what I mean? It was just like, it seemed like it was intending to break. But uh, no, I mean, he's sweating. So it just seemed so yeah. from what I was there, from what I saw, he just did the edge and then he just slid right across the table. So it definitely seemed like it was a botch. Yeah. Sometimes the table likes to know. So yes. Veer, yes, Veer is still coming by the way, guys. Did you know that mm. he was at main uh, events? I know that he's been in event for, for a while now, but it was my first time says I don't watch main event. It was my first time seeing Veer in the flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, I oh, saw wow. a lot of my hand. My hand to your hand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I saw Veer. I saw Veer. My high. that's what that's a highlight. That would have been my highlight of the yeah, night, bro. How would he look? Absolutely, I took some pictures. He 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 looked marvelous. He looked marvelous, ladies and gentlemen. He uh, it was it was whack. It was some no name or he did some big jumping elbow drop, some big jumping high velocity leg drop, and his uh, I think his finisher was like some lariat or something like that just super super generic moves man i don't get the hype uh but he was he was baby faced though people were cheering him so i guess he's been baby facing it on a uh, main event too so yeah, i don't know he's getting over on he twitter i think yeah he's getting over on twitter because uh he, he keeps uh uh he keeps coming but never shows up yeah man this is uh this is officially march here on the east coast he's been having promo since october <laughs> october Remember Emelina? Remember Emelina? Yeah, I remember Emelina. I think this yeah, is stretching out further than Emelina. Oh, definitely, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes, this is month number five of Veer I, I He's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year, probably. That's what it's going to be. I, I, I'll just, just put him in the I Hall think of it's all leading to Hall of Fame induction. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yes. Yes. Just him and Taker. Just two-man Hall of – two-man class. <laughs> him and Taker. Yeah. Yes, him and Taker, two man class. We we actually think my idea was just have segments of people induct Taker. I think what you just do is you just do straight up, you know, someone like Akira Tozawa and, and Duck Taker, and then all the people who are induct Taker 
they induct Veer instead. Ooh. So you just have all those speeches for Veer. I think during Taker's speech, they should have a 24-7 match breakout. Ooh. There you and go. Take, and Taker win the title? Yeah. yeah, how about that? Yes. No, no, I wouldn't say Taker win the title. I would say no. everybody who's supposed to be doing the speeches, DiBiase, Jake, uh, you know, them, they, they become 24-7 champ. Man. That's Kane has been twenty four seven champ, by the way. If y'all remember, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayor Kane was twenty four seven champ. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm sure he'll want another run with that title. I mean, put that on yeah, the resume. Absolutely, it was his most, it was his most uh, accomplished feat in the WWE was winning the twenty four seven championship on the field. By the way, we uh, we briefly covered it in the open here, Chris. But uh, the the final segment was, uh, of course, Edge coming out to. Uh, see who his WrestleMania opponent was going to be. And, of course, everybody, uh, if you uh, read the stories, thought knew it was AJ. Uh, keeping it last, a lot of people thought maybe Cody Rhodes. Nope, it was AJ Styles. But uh, then another heel turn happened uh, unexpectedly and without any reason. Uh, what, what was going through your mind when you saw Edge do what he did? Uh, another pre-WrestleMania heel turn. It, it didn't for me. I, I was like, it was just anticlimactic from a from an audience standpoint. Well, he he threw the roads out there too. You know, he said, yeah. "What roads are you know? Mm -hmm. What's roads is it going to be or whatever?" Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people in arena was chanting Cody, uh, mm -hmm. and it's actually it actually a lot of people in the in the uh, crowd. Um, AJ was even getting some booze. Uh, because people were expecting Cody. And I was just sitting there like, this is going to be the last segment. Like, if this is the last segment of Raw, it better be something interesting. And if it's just AJ, I mean, no disrespect to AJ, he's a Hall of Famer, but he's been there every week and he's not being built as someone huge. You know, it hasn't been for a while. So if it's just AJ coming out in this last segment, it's kind of like, deflating the balloon mm -hmm. and a lot of the crowd felt that way when aj styles music came out they're like ah like we knew it was going to be aj but this is the last seven something's big's going to happen he threw the roads kind of teaser in there mm -hmm. people were starting chanting cody and then aj comes out and from an audience perspective there are a lot of people there just like yeah yeah okay and so uh, for me when i saw it i said oh, okay well here's another edge pre-WrestleMania heel turn just like he did last year he did the same thing last year he yep. was a he was a baby face and he turned heel pre-WrestleMania to add another heel to a heel Roman Reigns to make Daniel Bryan look more of a baby face didn't really make sense there this one doesn't make sense too. it the, the baby face baby face dynamic to kind of have that sign of respect would have been more uh to me it would have been a more interesting type of angle there just to show a sign of respect but mm -hmm. it's doing the same song and dance the demented should i do it should i not you knew he was going to do the concerto like it just it's just kind of the same song and dance to me i, yeah, I just i was you, just looking at it like uh this is whack this is whack and and you know what bothered me on top of that bro and again i'm, I'm like bro everything begins and ends with freaking logic and, and there is no logic in this show mm. whatsoever but here's another thing aj's laying there out cold and then edge is gonna hit him with another chair another mm. chair shot right 
Nobody's coming from the back, bro. Yeah. We're just going to let Edge hit a, a, a guy who's unconscious with a chair? Like, no, yeah. no, nobody comes from. What? What? Like it was about three minutes left. It was about three minutes left, and there were still people who were thinking that Cody may come out. People thought that AJ was. Yeah, they thought it was going to be a red herring. Cody coming out. You got a guy unconscious and another guy about to hit him with a chair, and nobody's nobody's going to come out to stop him. Like what? What? Whatever, bro. Like whatever. Whatever. And they were even saying, uh, like. There, there could be like this could be a red herring still, you know what I mean? Because if it, who's going to come back the next week, you know, uh, after two concertos, right? Uh, he's supposed to have a concussion now, isn't that supposed to be the mm-hmm. thing? Like he's he's supposed to be concussed. He's got two yeah. concertos. It wouldn't make sense if he came out next week, uh, because that would be a, a horrible sell. If you come uh-huh. out in two weeks that would shorten it up to a week bill before the go home. So that yeah. wouldn't make sense. So it's just it, it, either, either he's going to come back a week or two before WrestleMania and they try to squeeze that little build right there. Or this is all a red herring for, you know, potentially Cody to come next week. Well, bro, let me, let me, let me, let me just uh, ask you guys something because it just dawned on me. When you talk about a red herring and they're throwing all this this Owens Texas thing and they're throwing mm. JBL and Booker T and with Austin and I said, bro, there's there's no way Austin's coming back for a match if this is the storyline. Is that the Cody Rhodes spot at WrestleMania? Mm. Who's who represents Texas more than Cody Rhodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we got another super so. chat. Thanks to Roland Curtis here. I agree with you guys. Stone Cold didn't want to wrestle Scott Hall at Mania 18 because Austin felt that Hall's status at the time was beneath him. KO is not on Hall's level and definitely not on Razor's level. For sure. For Chris, sure. you don't Good see that, wrong. Chris? Chris? The Cody yeah, Rhodes thing? It. No, the Cody no, Rhodes I don't. thing. No, I don't. Tell yeah, I'll get to that. I, I don't, I don't want to know sell Rollin real quick. I, yeah. I, I want to give him some love and say thank you for the super chat. Yeah, and appreciate uh, it. I, I agree. I, I agree. I don't. I, he's not on Razor's level. Um, to tie that into the Austin thing, it it, it doesn't make sense. He didn't want to to go against Hall at eighteen, but for right. some reason, you know, he wants. You know, it's not necessarily he wants to. I think it would be a revolved around him. I still think it may even. Um, me and you, Vince, we, we talked about on the show. I, I suggested that he just does a run in, like you do right. a KO show, you know, at WrestleMania, and Austin does a run in there. I, I think if you really built this, like, again, we have to understand we're four weeks away from WrestleMania, and there's still so many loose ends left on the table that we have to just hurry up and put together in a matter of four weeks leading into that. And it's just. It's terrible. You have three more Raws before Mania, and you're really going to bunch that in, you know? And I and I think as far as a red herring, I think the only way that makes sense for Cody to come, because Cody's going to get the return pop. You know, it, it, people do. Even if you left a heel and you were gone. Look, look at Triple H. He was, he was gone nine months. He was yeah. like the biggest heel in the WWE at that time. He got the return pop. Everybody gets yeah. the return pop, right? 
Rollins, he was the biggest heel before he came back from injury. He came back at what was it, Money in the Bank or whatever it was, and he got the he got the return pop. Uh, so uh, whatever summer event that was that he came back, maybe the May pay per view or the, or the Money in the Bank, one of them. Uh, but. He when he attacked uh, uh, Reigns, he got the return pop. Everybody gets the return pop, even when you're a heel. So Cody, Co- Cody's going to get the return pop. It would be it would be just squish and and totally dampered if you do it with Austin. All right, so that's why I'm saying it might be a red herring with the whole Edge and AJ thing that you have Cody come next week. As someone at Edge cuts a promo, Ed, AJ couldn't cut it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cody comes back. So either you do Cody Edge and then you have a returning AJ come like the last last week of uh, Raw and you can do a triple threat, which I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that really. I mean, oh, no, I don't think option. anybody would. Plus, you got time to build Cody. You got time to build that program with Cody and AJ those few weeks that, or with uh, Cody and, and, Cody and um, Edge in edge those few weeks while aj mm-hmm. is is resting from from that concerto yeah. i think i'd be a yeah. good spot to have him in mm-hmm. do you think yeah, i'll be fine uh, oh man that would that would be a sto- that'd be a show stealer probably with the talent those three guys have do you yep. think uh, the ko thing is not leading to a match but more of just a a a merry-go-round of texas hall of famers beating him up at mania <laughs> I, I, i'd be more interested in that than just a plain cody i mean just a plain ko and, and austin match yeah. uh, i'd be fine with that yeah yeah and, and and to your point to your point vince i bro, think I'm if they do you, that I think, I think i think it's gonna be cody bro i'm telling you mm. I'm, I'm telling you i you think I it's think, gonna be cody and ko i think they're misdirecting you with all these people i think austin is probably getting paid just to keep his mouth shut Oh. I guarantee you, bro. Who, bro? The guy's got a Texas tattoo on his freaking neck. Like, come well, on, bro. Nightmare. And here's he another thing, too. Here's another thing, too, Chris. Chris, they're not just going to put Cody over Edge. They'll put Cody over Kevin Owens in a second. They they're not going to put Cody, Cody over yeah. Edge. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. That's, I, think, I that's, think Edge would be. I think Edge would be open to putting. Uh, putting yeah, I don't. I don't see it, bro. I. I think I'm telling you, bro. I. If I'm writing this show, to me, that's the perfect Cody spot. Hmm. Cody's uh, like Edge is a business guy to me. I. I, I, I don't yeah. see Edge. I mean, you work with Edge, Vince. Like, I don't see Edge as that person who just kind of vetoes ideas. They're no, like, I don't hey, think he would. I don't think he would veto it. I don't think the company would put Cody over edge. I, I don't, I don't think it has anything. Oh, to well, do I can see edge. that now. Now yeah, that, I don't that think the company would do that. Bro. Yeah. 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 I think I, they I put him over that. Owens in a second, but there is oh, no yeah, way you're, there's no way you're going to have the first major defector from AEW lose his first return match though. There's no way. Yeah, that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen. To Vince, I think that's gold that he's got in his pocket right now with Cody coming over if he does indeed come over to WWE. And mm-hmm. I think actually for doing that move, it's it's finally going to probably pay off for Cody in that push that he's never had in WWE. Well, I think even if you do a triple threat match, AJ takes the takes the fall and yeah. it would make more sense there. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the, the easiest way to go there for, for the pinfall, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then you can and then you can ha- you can have more um meat on the bone with a, a, a with a Cody and Edge feud post, you know, post Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got WrestleMania backlash that's already been announced for uh, the next month there. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Which is still a weird name for me. <laughs> gotta get that branding in, pal. You know, gotta get that branding. You in. gotta get the rusty at Peacock, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, shut up. There you go. Well, gentlemen, uh, that we we've uh, we have covered three hours of uh, an enthralling three percent of good content, according to Chris, which I I don't disagree with either. Uh, anything else you guys want to discuss uh, outside of uh, that uneventful raw tonight? Vince, you always ch- channel attitude, brother. Come on, Vince. Well, tomorrow I will tell you, bro, a uh, Patreon because Patreon charges you the first of every month. And tomorrow on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, I am kicking off. I, I completed Vince versus Vince, it, my 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 chronological history with Vince McMahon ending in some recent emails. I did eight episodes of that, and now tomorrow I start Vince versus Eric Bischoff and that mm. entire history. So if you sign up for patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, you're going to get both of them. You're going to get Vince versus Vince, and you will now get the Vince versus Eric series. So that's the only thing I'm going to you know what's after the you know what the You know what's after the Vince versus Eric, the grand finale? Vince versus Veer. Oh, Vince versus Veer is a bonus. Hey, don't forget the bonus. Right. Vince versus Jim Cornette. That is. Oh, I, I will do. I'm going to do that for sure. That'll put butts. There's, there's a few that I'm going to do. I'm going to do that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, a couple of things to promote. Of course, the Sports Key to Wrestling Awards. There is the address right there. More than seventy thousand votes. Wow. Course, the uh, very own Vince Russo with That's some impressive. great input. That's DDP with some great input. Yeah, 70,000. The, the votes keep coming in. And if you haven't done so, the link is right there. And uh, go vote now uh, for all sorts of things. Heel of the year, wrestler of the year, everything up there. And uh, again, some good insight from Vince Russo, DDP, uh, Rob Van Dam, Renee Paquette. A lot of uh, people there have contributed for the uh, Sports Kid Wrestling Awards. Uh, thank you to everybody that voted. 70,000 is, it's a nice, it was, it was, uh, I don't even think it was half that about a week ago. So, and, uh, we want to mention one more thing. Uh, of course, uh, DDP, uh, was supposed to be on the show. Couldn't make it tonight. Uh, but he has a, a new show that he's involved in a Castlevania anime series. It's on Netflix. It's actually probably on your Netflix right now called the guardians of justice, uh, just launched right now. Uh, so go check that out for sure. And uh, hey, let us know what you think there. Uh, very, uh, very cool uh, to see DDP D- involved in that. DDP will be on my other show tomorrow. He'll be on uh, Unscripted tomorrow okay. as well. So he was supposed, to, he was supposed to do a twofer. Yeah, he's supposed to do a twofer, but he, uh, he he couldn't make it tonight. But he will be on Unscripted tomorrow with a 30-minute Q&A, if you will. Baby. If you will. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh you know, this is my first time on the show, so thanks for uh, giving me the call to come in here while uh, while you were over at Raw. And uh, any, anything else to close out the show, guys? Yeah, no, thanks, Jeremy. To uh, you know, it was fun doing the show with you. Yeah. It was nice meeting you. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we could do this yeah. again sometime. Definitely, definitely enjoyed it. All right, yeah. gentlemen. Follow me at Chris Prolific. Follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, yeah. thanks for tuning in, fellas. Don't forget to vote at the Sports Kid Wrestling Awards, and have yourself a good evening.